Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, I am going to recap games four and five of the American League Championship Series. The Astros failed to clinch it. They failed to close it out. They lost game five, and now they have to go back home where they have two chances to punch their ticket to the World Series. So we're going to talk about those two games. We're going to talk about the series as a whole. There's some other things that I want to discuss. Um, Also, there's an award that one of our Astros is up for, and it's an award that I haven't even talked about all year. I didn't even think about, so I'll share that with you. And also, I will have an update for you on the Any Hat You Want from Fanatics giveaway here on Astros Baseball. All right, let's recap Thursday's game four. Uh, Grinky versus Tanaka, it was a rematch of game one that the Yankees won seven to zero. Uh, Zach Grinky went six innings and gave up three runs in that game. So let's see what happened in game four. Uh, bottom of the first, Zach Greinke really, really got me nervous here. Uh, DJ LeMahieu walked. He then got Judge out, gave up a single to Hicks, got Torres out. So two outs with two on. He walks the next batter, and then Gardner comes up, bases loaded. He walks him one to zero. Bases are still loaded. And he strikes out Sanchez. Could have been a big inning if somebody would have got a big hit, but we got out of it. Very, very nervous, but we got out of it. So top of the third with the Astros down 1-0. Robinson Chirinos works a walk. Reddick gets a single. And then George Springer with a three-run Springer-Dinger home run gives the Astros the 3-1 lead. And the top of the sixth, a fielding error, and then a pop-out. Altuve gets a single, and then Carlos Correa, a three-run homer again. Two three-run homers for the Astros in the game, six to one. In the bottom of the sixth, Gardner walks, and then Gary Sanchez hits a two-run homer off of Josh James to make it six to three. 
And I was getting a little nervous because right before that, the announcer said, New York is not out of this. And I don't know. It, it seems to me that maybe they want New York to win. And I don't want to act like that, but it just seems that way. So top of the eighth, Bregman got a double. And then two errors. Two errors by... Uh, one by LeMahieu and one by Torres. Astros get another run, 7-3. Top of the ninth, another fielding error. A wild pitch and then a single by Brantley, 8-3. Uh, Houston, eight hits, eight runs. They committed an error. New York, three runs on five hits, and they committed four errors. And I guess about three of them were costly. Uh, Correa, Springer, they only had one hit each, but they were both three-run bombs. Uh, Michael Brantley went two for four with a walk, so he was on base three times. DJ LeMahieu, who, like I've told you before, I don't really keep up with other teams' players. And I remember he did play for Colorado, and I know he's good. I know he was a big free agent grab or a trade. I can't remember how they got him. But he went two for four. And I have to say, I've never seen this guy play, but I've heard of him. I've heard his name. I've heard uh, Yankee fans think that he should be the MVP, and I I don't think he should be. But uh, that dude's really good. He is really good, and he's having a good series. He went two for four, and the Yankees only had five hits. So after that game, the Astros take a 3-1 to lead. Grinky settled down. Great game by Grinky, 3-1 to one lead. The Astros are up 3-1. to one. How can you not be confident that they're going to close this out? The Yankees have to beat the Astros three games in a row. So now we go to Friday's game. So I'm at work, and I think the game's at 7, and my buddy Frank tells me it's at 6. I get home... And Springer's on base, I think. It's the top of the first. So I watch the entire game, uniform on, stinky, sweaty body, the entire game. I wish the game would have been at 7 so I could have relaxed, but I just, I could have paused it. I've done that before. I could, I use, I could, I've paused it before. And then uh, caught up with the live action. But I don't like doing that because I can't tweet. I can't text. I can't do anything because I can't look at my phone. I don't like doing that, but I've done it. But I chose to ride dirty in game five. So this one was Justin Verlander against Paxton. And the last time Paxton pitched, I'll tell you this. He came out of the game only giving up one run, and I don't really know a lot about the Yankees, but I was really surprised that they pulled him out so fast. And he kind of proved tonight that maybe the uh, maybe Boone pulled him out too early in that first time, first game out. So top of the first, Springer got a single. I heard this on the radio in the truck on the way home. And then I heard the passed ball. And the ground out and the wild pitch that Springer came in to score, 
I don't know if I remember seeing that or not. I don't know why I can't remember. It seems like I remember it. It was so long ago. It was the first inning. So anyway, the Astros are up 1-0, to zero, and it kind of looks like another one of them games, we're going to put it on them. We got Justin Verlander. One run is a lot of runs. So bottom of the first, first hitter, JV faces, DJ LeMahieu, home run. Home run to right field, which is their version of Crawford boxes. Uh, then Judge gets a single. He walks Torres, strikes out Stanton, and then Hicks, a three-run homer. And I believe that went into right field also. Let me mention this. I don't know if you saw this, but it was super cool. The three home runs from Thursday's game. I, I believe the guy said something about, look at these home runs. They all ran down the same jet stream. So they showed the map of the three home runs. And they were in like the same section within the same three rows. Those three home runs could have been caught by the same guy. That's the point they made. And if you saw that, then you know what I'm talking about. But I thought that was crazy. It just made sense that there was a jet stream. But anyway, I don't think that's possible. But maybe it is. Like, how do you hit three home runs? Because you know it was windy. But you hit three home runs and they all went to the same spot. And what I thought about that for is Hicks' home run and Mayhew's home run both went to the same side of the field, but I don't know how close they were. And folks, that's all the offensive stats there were. You got eight more innings of scoreless baseball. Justin Verlander gives up a home run, a single, a walk, and another home run before he can even get two outs. And you're thinking, wow, this this isn't going to go very well. And he ends up going seven innings. That's all he did. Five hits, four runs. He didn't walk anybody. That's got to be wrong because I put he walks. Oh, no. Torres got a double. Torres got a double. I, I, I put DB, and I thought that was BB. So he didn't walk. So Judge got a single. Torres got a double. Sorry about that. It wasn't a walk. So JV, zero walks. That's amazing. He gave up those, he got bombed in the first inning and he went six more innings. He pitched longer than Paxton did. Seven innings, five hits, no walks, nine strikeouts, and the killer, two homers. That's all that happened. One inning. It was amazing. I've, I've never seen anyone get shelled like that and then shut them down. That I, I thought it was an amazing outing, even though, I don't know, it was... I called it a disastrous first inning. Uh, Paxton went six innings. He gave up four hits. So one less hit than Verlander, but he only gave up one run. He also walked four guys. So he gave up four hits and four walks. So he gave up eight base runners. And JV gave up nine. So I don't know where I was going with that. So DJ LeMahieu, like I said, that dude is good. So now I kind of see why the Yankee fans are kind of pushing him to be the MVP. He's hitting 381 in the playoffs. Uh, George Springer went two for five. 
New York. They had five hits. Five hits tonight. Houston had five hits and five walks. That's ten guys on base. They had two on in the second with two outs. They didn't score. Two on in the seventh with one out, and they couldn't score. They were getting there. I believe it was Chirinos who sent, I can't remember what inning it was. It wasn't the eighth or the ninth, but he he almost hit a home run. He sent, uh, I can't think of that guy's name, uh, Gardner. He sent Gardner all the way, not to just the warning tracks, he sent him all the way to the wall. Chirinos was almost a hero there. So who's not a hero besides Chirinos, who could have been a hero? He's hitting zero, zero, zero. Yuli Gurriel getting zero slander, zero slander on Twitter. He's hitting zero fifty. He has a fifty batting average. But you know what he is doing? He's fielding his butt off. He's playing some excellent first base, and he's receiving no slander. But you know who is getting some slander? Mr. Jordan Alvarez, who's hitting 53. He's playing so bad that I forgot that he had a single in game four. I forgot. It just seems like he hasn't got a hit in a month. So anyway, we go game six. We go to Houston, and it's going to be a bullpen game. But we'll talk about that and a little more about the ALDS right after this. You're listening to Astros Baseball. And we're back. So the first thing I want to talk about is something that I saw on Twitter. Uh, it, It was a story about a Yankees fan who was heckling, or whatever you call it, to Zach Greinke while he's warming up in the bullpen for game four. So he's talking about his mental disorder or whatever it is that he has. And I believe it said he was saying something about Zach Greinke's mother. I don't know what's wrong with his mother, why they would be saying that. But I don't know why people got to be so mean. You're at a baseball game. That that guy's a pitcher for an opposing team, but he's he's still a person. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this dude got kicked out. Can you imagine paying top dollar for a playoff ticket? A New York Yankees American League Championship Series ticket and getting kicked out before the game even starts? Can you imagine me in that stupid... So also... What I saw on Twitter is before the game, I actually saw this in the afternoon at work, that somebody saw Wikipedia and they, and they learned that Zach Greinke's first name is Donald. So they tweeted to all New York fans, let's chant Donald. Now, I don't know why somebody thinks that would be clever, to call someone by their name? Uh, Maybe. I think they thought because of his... uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Social disorder. 
not may I, I think I said mental disorder, but maybe that is what it is. I don't know. But social disorder. Maybe they thought that if we called him Donald, that it would rile him up. And it looked like it was working, because you could hear him saying it. I mean, if you weren't listening for it, you might not know what they were saying. But it sure sounded like they were saying. So another thing that I had read is that A.J. Hinch was saying, because of another incident, uh, the bullpen pitchers were saying that fans were throwing cans and garbage, and I can't remember what else, but they were throwing stuff on them. And A.J. Hinch said before today's game, I believe, that if anything is thrown on my players, I will take them off the field. And I don't think he would actually do that because what I read that it would probably, he would forfeit. I guess there's some kind of rule, I don't know. But maybe they'd have to kick some people out. But so you have people harassing a guy with, I already forgot, social, like a social disorder, making fun of him, possibly is what I thought, saying something about his mother, getting kicked out of the game, throwing trash on our players. For what? I don't know. So I, I don't know. I mean, like, I know it's a rough place to play, and it's just how those people are, I guess. I don't know. But it's, I just wanted to share that with you. In case you don't have Twitter, in case you don't know, that's what happened. So I actually missed this somehow. But it was in the seventh inning when Bregman was batting. There was an Astros fan on the left side of home plate. And he stood up, lifted up his jacket, and he had a Joe Buck Sucks t-shirt on. And I guess he stood up for about three seconds and the usher lady ran down and told him something and he sat down. Now, I don't know if she knew what he was doing or she just wanted him to sit down. Because they're fancy seats right behind home plate and maybe you can't stand there. Because during the game when everyone's standing, they're not. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe she knew what he was doing. But also, did you hear this? Those guys were chanting F Altuve. F Altuve. But they were saying the other word. And I know I can say that to you, but I don't want to. But they were saying, F Altuve, and you can hear it. People posted videos. You can, you can hear it. You can hear them saying it. And I don't know why they would do it. What has Jose Altuve ever done besides smash homers? I don't know. All right, let's move on to this. Like I said, it's not going to be in perfect order because it's just a bunch of notes. So they announced the American League and National League relievers of the year. So we talked about Bregman for the MVP. We talked about Alvarez, rookie of the year. Garrett Cole, Verlander, Cy Young. I say Garrett Cole. So we talked about the three awards. But we didn't think about this. They announced the finalist 
and I'm not going to go over the National League because I really don't care about them. The three American League pitchers that are up for reliever of the year. And one of them is Roberto Osuna. The first one is Aroldis Chapman, a 2.21 ERA, a 1.11 whip, 85 strikeouts in 57 innings. Really good. 37 saves. Liam Hendricks from Oakland, a 180 ERA, 96 whip, 125 Ks, 85 innings pitched, so he pitched a lot more innings, and 25 saves. I believe uh, Thielen or something like that, that, that really good closer that Oakland has, I guess he got injured and this guy took over for him. So I guess he was more of a middle reliever for a while. Um, but 180, I mean, like, I'd like to see Will Harris's stats. Maybe I should look that up later. So Roberto Osuna is the last one. He had a 2.63 ERA, which is the highest out of the three. He had a 0.88 whip, which is the best out of the three. 73 strikeouts, which is the lowest, and 65 innings pitched. He pitched a little bit more, uh, eight innings more than Chapman. And he had 12 less strikeouts, but he had one more save. He had 38 saves. So he has the lowest whip and the most saves. The highest ERA. I don't know who they're going to give it to. Uh, Man, 125 strikeouts, 25 saves. I don't know. It's going to be close, but I... I just wouldn't think Osuna was even up for that. I know he had the most saves in the American League, but I didn't know he would be up for a ward for one of the best. So now we'll go back to the playoffs, American League Division Series. Uh, According to Hinch, it's going to be bullpen versus bullpen, and that is what we are expecting for the first game in New York. But it rained out, and everything got pushed. So that moved it to six. So both coaches, as far as I know, as far as I've read from all the reporters on Twitter, it's going to be bullpen versus bullpen. And if I had to guess, it's going to be Urquidy. Uh There was some rumblings that it was going to be Peacock, who looked very good in the eighth inning. But he pitched, so it's not going to be him. But I really think it's going to be Urquidy, and I think all of you think that as well. So Hinch said, we will talk about it on the plane ride home, and I am unlikely to use Garrett Cole. I believe it's three days rest for Garrett Cole, so he's not going to pitch. Uh, Boone said Severino, he actually said Sevi. Severino is set for Game 7. So it looks like if the Yankees win the bullpen versus bullpen game, it's going to be Severino versus Cole. So here's a little tidbit for you as stat-wise go. Teams with a 3-2 lead in a series win 72 out of 103 times. That's 70%. So the Astros have a 70% chance 
of winning the series up 3-2. to two. I should have found this when they were up 3-1, to one, but I didn't do a podcast. And then it, it, it goes on to expand a little more. In the 3-2-3 format, clubs that were up 3-2 to two, headed home for game 6 wins... It doesn't say wins this, the game 6, but they, when they head back home... For the last two games, I'll word it that way, they win the series 34 out of 45 times, 76%. So me personally, me personally, I thought it was over when it was 3-1. to one. It, didn't, it doesn't bother me that they won tonight. We won two out of three in New York. I'm totally perfect with that. I'm not happy that we got beat seven to zero in game one, but you're up three to one. What the odds have to be good. The odds have to be good that the other team's not going to beat you three times in a row. Although we beat them three times in a row, so it isn't impossible. So you would think with a three-game lead, and you have to face Verlander and Cole at least one more time. I thought JV was going to be on short rest, but I guess it worked out to be five days. And he got lit up in the first inning. But if the Astros could have scored four runs, it would have been different. But they couldn't score. So it almost didn't matter. If he would have only allowed one run, perhaps they'd still be playing. I don't know. But, so think about it. We lost a game that Verlander started. And I've said this before, we just win the two games that Verlander starts and the two games that Cole. So we got a Verlander win, game two. He didn't win, but he started. He won game two. Uh, Grinky? No, no, Cole. Cole won game three. Grinky won game four. So now we just need Cole to win. And then it'll be good. I, I am super confident that we're going to win. And I have to tell you this. My BFF is getting married tomorrow. And the game is at 7. The wedding is around, I think it's at 3. And Oklahoma, you know I'm an OU fan. They played 11. So I'll wake up and probably watch the first half or so of that, depending on how early my wife makes me go to this wedding, because I'm in it. And if you want me to, I'll post a picture of me in my tuxedo, because I look pretty good. I clean up good. But, so I got OU at 11, but I'll miss most of that. And then the Astros play at 7, and I'll miss most of that. So... That'll be nuts. It'll be nuts if the Astros win. But I'll be okay with it. If I don't get to see it and they win it, I'm okay with it. As long as they win. That's all I care about. So, game four. This is... My wife... We we finished watching the game the other day. And I was turning it off so I could go to bed. Because that, that one game, I think it was Thursday night. That game went... It was like 12.03 when that game ended. And I have to get up at 4.30 in the morning. I was so tired this morning, Friday morning. 
But my wife wanted to hear what they said. She wanted to hear what they had to talk about. And so one thing that I picked up on, one thing that I, I let her listen to it for a little while, is they they were saying something about, and by they, I mean A-Rod and Big Poppy, they were saying something about, they were, they were blaming the shuffling of the lineup. Uh, A-Rod sat there and said, you're not putting me in a chance to, you're not putting me in a position to win this game because I don't know what's going on because you keep changing the lineup. And the, you moving me around in the lineup is causing me to lose. That's what he was saying. And I'll tell you this, this is the first time I got fired up because I, I normally don't even pay attention to what they're saying. A lot of people say, are you hearing this bias? I'm watching, I'm listening to the radio. I don't even, it, it doesn't bother me because I'm not paying attention to it. But the game was on. I mean, the game was over and I was listening to him. And so he's sitting there saying, you shuffling the lineup caused this team to lose and check it out. You didn't give them a chance to win. But go back to before the game started, and they picked New York to win that game. Why didn't you say anything about shuffling the lineup is going to cause them to lose before the game? Is this something that I should have been bothered by? It just bothered me. It bothered me. So... The next thing, and almost the last thing, I got two more to go. The giveaway. I forgot to talk about the giveaway last time. I totally apologize. So if you want to be in the giveaway for any hat you want on Fanatics, you got to let me know. So, Facebook. Ooh, let me tell you about that. So Facebook. If you have Facebook. I made, what I tried to do earlier, I did it now. I made a Facebook page for the podcast, and I don't like it. So what I did is, this is what I originally wanted to do. I made a group. So there's a group, and you can look for it. And I guess you have to apply. I don't even know. I don't know how it works. But look for it. It's Astros. Baseball Fanatics. It's a group. I created it. And all it is is a place where we can talk about the Astros. And you can also use it to say you want to be in the giveaway. It's a private group, so nobody but us will see it. But anyone can join. I think I gotta I think I I think you have to I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. Just try to get in it and we'll we'll find out together. But so I invited people, but I guess you hit join and then I accept you. Or maybe if you join it, you just come right in. I don't know. I, maybe I should know this before I tell you about it. So join the Facebook group. And it's not anything to do with the podcast. I'm not going to put all the links to the podcast and all that stuff. I just added friends of mine that like the Astros. It's just a place to talk about the Astros. 
You can post pictures. and You can do anything you want. I'm not locking anybody out. I'm not adminning everything. You can comment. You can do anything. Post anything you want. It's there. Astros Baseball. Kind of like the podcast. Astros Baseball Fanatics. And that's where I order my stuff online. And that's kind of where I got the name. Astros Baseball Fanatics. So look it up there. Find me on Twitter, at Rob Fontenot. You can email me at rl underscore font, the first four letters of my last name, or Facebook. Find me on Facebook. And I guess when it comes down to it, I've passed out my number before and I'll do it again. But find me on these. Send me a message and let me know. You can send voice messages to the podcast. There's a link on there. There's a link where you can send me a voice message. But anyway, let me tell you this. We've got nine people. And, and okay, we got nine people. And I'm going to read your names. If you believe that you have entered the contest for the hat, and this is any hat you want on Fanatics, whatever you want, unless it's, I guess, let's go with the max of 40. Because I don't want them to have some kind of special hat. $40 max. Let's say that. So if I say your name wrong, I apologize. Because there there's a couple of difficult ones on here. And I don't have my glasses on. Man, I wrote this small. And I don't write very good. Randall Kirk? So if you don't hear your name, but you think you joined, let me know again. Ursus Baylorus. Darren Patterson. Dave Benton, Astros Thor, Daniel Price, Zachary Kruzinski. I think I got close on that one. Mikhail Gilger. Then I get close on that one. And Corbett. Now, Corbett writes me. We talk. And you could be like that, too. Just find me on Twitter and send me messages. We can be pals, just like me and Corbett. So that's nine. And so I heard feedback from longtime listeners, Mark Yu and Grady. I had the New Yorker on the last podcast, and I thought he was really good. I really enjoyed it, and I was going to have him on again tonight, but I didn't. He was doing his own. Uh, but that last episode... 290 listens. That's very good. That's a little bit higher than normal. I don't know if he kind of spread the word or not, but I mean, it's only about 30 more than normal, but it's good. 290 was a good episode. And what I was going to say is that's 290 and there's only nine people that are interested in the hat. But I didn't say anything in that episode about the hat and that's probably why because I was with him. So anyway, Tomorrow, game six, it's got to be Urquidy. I don't know who they're going to put out. I have no idea. I don't know the Yankees enough to know. Maybe Green. Did Green pitch tonight? Probably not. So it'll probably be Green. But there's a chance, folks. There's a chance that we won't win this. But we are at home. And I thought about this. I don't know if you thought about this. I mean, you're up three to one. And you have to put your best pitcher out there. I mean, JV was on his five-day normal rest. You have to put your best pitcher out there. You have to. 
But when he was giving up those runs in the beginning, and I guess the cold hands, you can't get the spin and all this stuff, and I was just thinking, man, especially once it was four to four to one. I was like, man, they could have just pitched anybody to give up four runs. And then we could go back to Houston up three to two, and they'd have to beat JV and Cole back to back to beat us in the series. That's what I was thinking, and I'm probably wrong. But just think about it. Just think about if it wasn't time for JV to pitch, because that's the way it was lined up at the beginning. JV and Cole, six and seven. From what I what I see, Garrett Cole's game seven. I, I think if he pitched tomorrow, it'd only be three days rest. So it's not going to be Cole. But Cole will be game seven, guarantee you. And maybe we can pull it out. I don't know who the... I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But anyway, don't forget to enter the raffle for the hat. I don't yet have an end date. Maybe I want to see where this is going. Maybe I'll wait till the end of the year. And then we'll get it ordered. Maybe I'll wait till the ad's done. I don't know. But anyway, I do appreciate all of you for listening. And I do appreciate all of you that get in touch with me. And don't forget, if you have Facebook, it's a group. Search groups. Astros baseball fanatics hook it up we'll meet you there thanks for listening folks we'll see you next time on astros baseball Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.